but hardly anything remained of her after her death. It wasn't about sex for her. It was power and control. She was tossed over a balcony for her many sins, trampled by horses and eaten by dogs. Did you know that there's a Jezebel spirit? When Helen shook her head no, Jessebel continued, There is. Anyone who worships money, earthly treasures, or power is vulnerable to this spirit. I should know, because it consumed me, and at the time I didn't care. It took nearly losing my husband and my son to motivate a change in me. But by then a lot of people had been hurt, a lot of damage done. She gulped hard, fighting back more tears. If I'm to be honest, Jezebel and I had a lot in common. Oh, I was really something, a force to be reckoned with for sure. Helen, all I cared about was what I wanted. Back then I didn't care who I stepped on, Jessebel murmured. She paused a moment before adding, The person that pushed me over the balcony, I don't blame them. Her nurse sat there, stunned by what Jessebel was saying. You wouldn't have liked me, Helen. Jessebel suddenly felt the urge to bare her soul. My mama used to say all the time to tell the truth and shame the devil. That's what I'm about to do. It all started when I was 18 years old. Her Character Chapter 1 June, 1970, Mayville, Georgia Eighteen-year-old Jessie Bell Holt knew that her laughter sounded like sweet music to the ears of that old nasty Ezra Josiah Jones. All she had to do was giggle at his stupid jokes— bend down low enough to give him a glimpse of her youthful, full, round breasts, and show off her shapely legs to have the pervert exactly where she wanted him. He was a beady-eyed mouse of a man itching to sample her goods, and was always trying to get her on that cot he kept in the storeroom of his dress shop. Deacon Jones, you're so funny, Jessie Bell cooed making a conscious effort to lick her full lips. She'd read in one of her many fashion magazines that men found the act sexy. He wiped away beads of perspiration from his face with a dingy white handkerchief. Ezra Jones glanced quickly over his shoulder, then back at Jessie Bell, mumbling, Gail, you do things to me. I could just sop you up with a biscuit. She giggled. What on earth are you talking about, Deacon? I'm not doing a thing. Why don't you come on by the store tomorrow? Tell your parents that I need you to help out with the inventory, he suggested. Let me show you. Jessie Bell pretended to be coy. Deacon Jones, you still have that cute little dress? The pink one with the green and white flowers? I sure like that dress. 
If the dress was gone, there was no need for her to continue this disgusting ruse. He nodded furiously. Uh-huh. It's still there. Something like that would show look mighty pretty on you. Leaning forward so that her breast touched his arm, she whispered in his ear, I really like that dress, Deacon Jones. That mean old wife of yours, she told me it was too expensive for the likes of me. She stuck out her lips in a pout. She really hurt my feelings when she told me that. At the mention of his wife, Ezra's expression soured. You don't worry your pretty little head about Agnes. She's always been a spiteful wench. I'll take care of everything. You just come by the store tomorrow. Grinning, he added, work a few hours doing some inventory for me.